Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hello, happy Tuesday, December 27th. I am Jeff Tharp. I'm filling in for Steve today. His power is out. We had pretty crazy weather around here the past week. And then last night there were these crazy gusts. So Steve is uh, away from his home right now because there's no power there. So uh, power, come on in Jesus name. Uh, for those who don't know who I am, a lot of you know who I am because I used to sub for Steve quite a bit, but now the amazing Kelsey is, but she's also on vacation right now. Uh, it's that time of year. So, um, but my name is Jeff Tharp. I host a show called Elijah Fire, which is every Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. And we're on YouTube, Facebook, Rumble. And it's hosted by Elijah Streams. So for those who don't know, you're like, well, you know, we do all kinds of stuff. We talk about a lot of the hot button issues like uh, LGBTQ issues and abortion and a lot of that stuff. What God is saying in regards to that, people coming and sharing their testimonies. It's an amazing, powerful show. So you should check it out. Uh, but we also are not because of this. We had a cancellation with our guest today. So we actually are not doing an Elijah Fire episode today. So don't go there today. Go there tomorrow. Um, I hope you guys had a great Christmas. I definitely did. I'm still rocking the green and the red, which it's not, I was hoping it would spread more. It's not. So we're going with just primarily green. Uh, but yeah, I had a great Christmas, probably ate way too much, <laughs> way too much of everything. Uh, I regret nothing. All right. So I'll hit the gym again in the new year, just like everybody else. For those who are new here, I know that we're growing a lot, especially on Rumble, but we stream this episode of Johnny Enlow Unfiltered, which is normally every Monday, but this week and next week, it's going to be on Tuesday. Uh, but we're on Facebook, the Elijah List Facebook, Elijah Streams Facebook. And then of course, we are on Rumble under the guise of Elijah Streams. And let me tell you, Rumble with Elijah Streams be hopping. All right. So if you are, uh, you know, you're wanting to get in on the party and you aren't watching on Rumble, you might want to go over there um, and just yell, let's get ready to rumble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the, ja the, the, the dad joke for today. So um, before we bring Johnny on, one last thing. Steve has been really spearheading this wells, water wells effort over in Uganda. We've partnered with Show Mercy International, who've been longstanding friends of Steve and the Elijah List, and now have been kind of brought on to team up with Elijah Streams and have been doing amazing work. I've been a big fan of their ministry for quite a few years. Uh, so it's just an absolute honor that we're even getting to partner with them. Mike and Lori Sally are amazing. And their daughter, Caitlin, has been making these well update videos for us. We're digging a new freshwater well every three days. And it's incredible, you guys. Like the fact that we're giving these people their lives back. A lot of these people, their kids couldn't go to school because they were, um, they their whole lives re revolved around going to get water, hauling these heavy jerry cans, going to tainted water sources, possibly getting waterborne illness. And now they've got water that is accessible. They're getting their lives back. It's completely transforming the, these communities. And it's something that we take for granted over here. And so we're digging a new freshwater well every three days. I know Steve, and if I know him at all, that he's going to want to shorten that number uh, between the next freshwater well. So um, I'm really excited about what 2023 brings. But you guys have been so incredibly generous 
all of your donations that you make to Elijah Streams, to ElijahStreams.com slash donate, or the mailing address, which is in the description of this video. And we also have the address at the end slide as well, the outro that we play. A uh, portion of that goes towards these freshwater wells. And so if you guys are looking for a donation, you're like, you know, I, I want to make one last big donation uh, to something, um, you know, make it to Elijah Streams. And some of that money is going to go towards these freshwater wells. So we're going to play a quick spot and then we're going to get rocking with Johnny and Mo. Giving a cup of cold water is a simple way to show someone they are valued, that you care about them. When Jesus talks about this, maybe what he was trying to say, if someone cares enough to stop and think about what you need or what might help you, and they actually do something about it, wow! Sacrificing for the benefit of another, that is loving your neighbor. Thank you for loving us, for giving us a cup of cold water. You give me a cup of cold water. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. Johnny and Low. Hello, Jeff. Hey, you know, I was remarking before the show, I said, this is my first time getting to interview you. So this is this is a treat, and we were comparing swords before the uh, before the show. <laughs> so um, well, it's, yeah. well, that's fun. Yeah, I think mine occasionally shows up in back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll pull it out sometime and talk talk more about it. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. I heard you talking about uh, Christmas, and um, yeah, it's it's the same way because we had some family in and out at different uh, different times. We had three consecutive days of feasting and gifts. Absolute and mayhem. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it was it was good, but you're right. We need to be on the other side of this. And, and yeah. there may we have may have gained some things that only come out through this kind only come out through fasting. Yeah. <laughs> the extra pounds that we yes. put on. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> yes to that. So okay, yeah. Johnny, we're gonna get moving because we got about about an hour yeah. today, we've got a lot of stuff, you know, outside of this show that we're doing. So yeah. um, I want to give it to you right away and you can just jump right in. What are we talking about today? Yeah, well, we have, you know, it, it's a good time as any to even share how the Lord speaks to me a lot. The, my process is for when I share on, it's usually Mondays, but whenever I have my program is I begin asking the Holy Spirit ahead of time. What does he want me to be sharing with his people right. and what's his focus? And sometimes it's quicker and sometimes it's pointed what he tells me. But often it's it's sort of like um, receiving as a sponge. This is just good for people to know that if you're waiting for 
if you're waiting for audible communication from the Lord, say, well, he's never spoken to me because I haven't heard from audible. You could wait a long time. You have to understand that 99.9% of all God's communication to us is not audible. Right. And it's hidden in some other kind of kind of way. And if it were audible, you'll probably need help in understanding what it meant. Uh, the people I think get most confused. I, I can't tell you how many times people have come to me and say, the Lord, I heard audibly from him he, this. What does it mean? So if you think hearing audibly from the Lord clears up things, it doesn't. And and um, as we wish that that was the case, <laughs> I, I know I've been in situations, but maybe maybe I'm grateful that it's not, you know, yeah. that it's not done that way. So there's spending time with him. Yeah. And, and just for people, whatever you're trying to find the mind of Christ about, whether it's your employment, your relationships or whatever, and you're waiting for like an actual my son, my daughter, here it is. Just understand a lot of it is just spending time with him. Mm, and then all of a sudden you find out that as a sponge, you know, their sponge just kind of it, it begins just to soak up something. And then all of a sudden the sponge, there's just water that's that begins coming out. And so even he's given me many pieces of a puzzle for today. I'm not totally sure on the order that begins to happen as we as we go yeah. through. But, yeah. you know, you mentioned um, I wrote down just from and I was triggered by uh, the promo that we that we have for this. You know, uh, we are almost there. Mm. We, the part of we are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for our children. We've highlighted that before. Yeah. And this part of we are almost there. That could, you know, there might have even been some who laughed out loud. There's like, oh, how long are we going to wait? <laughs> we are almost there. What is what, what is there and how much do we have to wait? Mm -hmm. And um and it's funny because the Lord had me write down certain things regarding timing and even the prof prophetic and prophets and things like that. And I'm just going to read some of these are kind of just little nuggets uh, of truth and gold. And this is one I, I wrote down this morning. One of the main reasons God is not telling specifics right now on timing or on even who's good and who's bad is to also keep the enemy in the dark hmm. so yeah. we haven't thought through that as well and you know there's a a scripture um i was going to read later on uh but i'm just going to read one verse from there right now and it's first corinthians 2 7 it's the apostle paul speaking on spiritual wisdom but we speak the wisdom in a mystery the the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So he hides communication. He doesn't make it where everybody knows the intel's not out there. And so there, it's application specifically the crucifixion of Jesus. You talk about, um, you know. Satan has incredible intel. He's got demons planet wise off planet. You know, he's got them all over the place. He's he's been around. He knows he's got top notch surveillance, but he's still in the dark so often. And to his chagrin, he has just really um, been misled by his intel. Mm. And, you know, you could think things Satan would rethink had he known there's that scripture had he known had he known and I know the Lord's even spoken to this me and I've heard it from others as well 
that will say the bad guys right now, even if we associate them with the spiritual element of the of the deep state uh, of those who are who are trying really to depopulate, to kill, still and destroy, because that's what the enemy has always been trying to do. They they understand that there are good people one way or the other. They're they're working on, on behalf of good. Mm-hmm. And with God, an alliance with God. And so they're trying to understand what their plan is, their strategy. And so there's even, um, I, I had a while back heard that there is listening in on the prophets and on this, on Elijah's streams to find out if they get some intel that would help themselves even. Well, God's not doing um, any of that. And there's a, had he known, you know, had had Satan known, um, uh, he would not have chased Israel with Egypt's chariots. Had right. he known the end of that story, mm-hmm. had he known um, the end of the Haman story, he would not have promoted Haman to be in the king's palace and have a plan, have a plan for destruction of the Jews, really to have a, a global depopulation plan specifically targeting the Jews. Um, had he known he would not have had Joseph sold into slavery, thinking he has shut down, you know, maybe he too was, He's over. He's seeing at age 17 when Joseph is having all these dreams of ruling and reigning and all this. And he's like, we'll make this guy a lifetime slave. We'll see how much ruling and reigning he's going to do. And he literally fast tracks him into at age 30 being in this position for 80 years where he would rule and reign at a higher level than maybe Satan would have ever anticipated. Hmm. So we just want to understand there are things that the Lord does hide. There's a reason, you know, if. If you listen to, if you come through the Elijah streams and you'll hope one prophet will finally get the date when everything (laughs) substantial is going to happen, when there is going to be the public release of this justice, it is um, not only is it unlikely, there's not really biblical precedent for it. And you say, what are you talking about there? I I think I have mentioned this somewhat in times past, but I'm going to revisit you know, because they're like, hey, why aren't they like the Old Testament prophets? Well, right. A lot of reason. And I'm just going to remind you some of the Old Testament prophets. Samuel, like, you know, he was the one that said the words didn't fall to the ground. The Lord honored all of them. Yeah. Well, he didn't really get the timing. He tells David when he anoints him, he says, today the Lord has made you king. Well, Samuel was long gone and it was decades Right. We just don't, we're not sure the exact timing, but it was years and years and years. And he wasn't even the direct follow up to Saul. And Samuel never brought that up. But he was a prophet of God. That was his assignment. Isaiah was prophesying Cyrus 150 years before he ever showed up. He called him by name, spoke of him by name. And so it was amazing 150 years later. But for 150 years, there might have been like, why did we ever listen to Isaiah? Uh, he prophesied Jesus hundreds of years before and so for hundreds of years there could have been like what was it why why is Isaiah why is that why is that manuscript kept around yeah clearly Isaiah got it wrong yeah Yeah, clearly Isaiah got it wrong Jeremiah we understand that because that's built in there that the the actual public phase of the judgment he prophesied delayed 40 years and so he got thrown into prison he got called false prophet he got all kinds of things Ezekiel you know, his prophecies, you can go especially Ezekiel 37, uh, Ezekiel 47, um, but all throughout their, their prophecies for way, way, way later. Right. Um, Habakkuk, you know, Habakkuk 2.14, the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory. He was never going to see that. 
in his day, the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. And Jonah, he, you know, Jonah, the prophet, has no recorded prophetic word that ever was fulfilled. That's true. And so, and so now what am I saying with all that? Well, it, you know, we've misunderstood often the role of a prophetic word, prophetic voice, prophets. And that's part of the training the Lord has for us during this season of uh, where we intense intensely desire clarity on knowing times and dates and everything like that. Mm -hmm. There is a general word, a general narrative the Lord is speaking and has been speaking and has been confirming through multiple prophetic voices, as a scripture would call it, the voice of many waters. And it's so it's 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 confirmed through many voices. But then even those who have attempted to put more specificity to it than is than is being revealed by the Lord. And sometimes that can come for a variety of of reasons. You know, it's there's uh, when you get too much input from other sources, it, it can affect even getting clarity from God. And it's been a hard time. I'll speak personally. It is hard to um, not get excess input, especially oh, yeah. in the role. And if you understand what I do behind the scenes and who I interact with, it is hard not to get excess communication. So I have to process that, take it back to the Lord and on and someone who just, you know, some of the prophetic voices we have on here will say, I listen to nothing and nobody. Right. I don't have that prerogative with what I'm involved in right. and what I what and what I do. But all these things are are dynamics in, in the prophetic. And this is part of what the Lord wanted and the Holy Spirit wanted me to just talk about a few minutes here, uh, Jeff, is um, there's a line he gave me as well. God is more interested in his people learning to personally discern the voice of God than he is in vindicating his prophets. Wow. Come on, man. Because there's been a lot about God's going to vindicate his prophets. Yeah, this is huge. Like what th this, what Johnny's saying is huge. Like So listen. God is more interested in his people learning to personally discern the voice of God than he is in validating or vindicating the prophets. Mm -hmm. Any group of prophets, the Elijah stream prophets, whatever it is. If you want to know priority, he has a greater priority in his people learning to personally discern the voice of God. Yeah. Hopefully you've been hearing that from me is, you know, how to how to uh, how to uh, go through that process, how to learn to upgrade your personal hearing from God. If we understand a New Testament prophet, we, we really I, I've spoken into extensive. I'm just going to say as a small part of it right now. How a New Testament prophet is to be different from an Old Testament prophet, a primary way. An Old Testament prophet was not called at all to disciple or equip the people in how to hear from God. That was never an Old Testament prophet's assignment. It is absolutely the assignment of a New Testament prophet to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Mm -hmm. So a prophet is not to be the crystal ball for the body of Christ. A prophet is to equip, to assist in the equipping of the saints and how to recognize how and when God is speaking and how to steward how he's speaking and how to advance that. So that is that is, you know, how you exercise being a New Testament prophet. It's not by you becoming um, the crystal ball that the body of Christ can then turn to and go to. That is not the purpose for it. And. Um, we we have that established in several, uh, you know, I was going to, and I may go there again, back to where we were in 1 Corinthians uh, 2, 
and it talks about the wisdom that's on high. But the last thing it says, it, it says, and you have the mind of Christ. Mm. And so if you have access to the mind of Christ, it's not just prophets who have access to the mind of Christ. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. It is not just apostles. It is the entire body of Christ has access to the mind of Christ. And that's it's worth going through First um, Corinthians 2. And like I said, we might go through 6 through 14 later on if we have time. If not, I'll leave that with you. But it's validating the access that each and every one of us have to the mind of Christ. Now, it doesn't mean because we have access, there are people who say, I don't need to listen to prophets. I have access to the mind of Christ. Well, everything to do with the prophetic, it's easy to get into a ditch on either side of it. And right. hopefully one of the tools of processing that people are learning through something, I'll, I'll bring that up frequently, is a di- the ditch that's on each side of the road, so to speak. And that means an extreme you can fall into. And every ditch will have truth in it. But it will be a ditch because you're overemphasizing one point and underemphasizing another point. Literally 90 something percent of all error in the body of Christ is by being in a ditch that has truth. So let's as it relates to the prophetic, what are we talking about? So, you know, there is um, the ditch of we don't need prophets. There are no prophets. God stopped speaking before. In fact, anything that's outside of Scripture, the Bible Uh, You know, you have the whole shutdown of everything to do with God who still speaks. um, And that's at one level. And then the next level is that there is that the prophetic even exists. And then do prophets exist? No. And so that's a ditch. You're you're in error. And and you have taken a scripture that says we have the mind of Christ. And you've taken some truth that we all have access to communication from him. And then you've thrown out a whole ton of other scriptures. Now, the other side, the other ditch to go the other way is to so idolize prophets, to so idolize the prophetic that it's literally their idols. They're not they're not something that assists your personal relationship with God. You are looking for crystal balls and you are looking for crystal ball um, action as it relates, hopefully, to your your personal story, the the mega, the medicine, the meta narrative you're looking to see. Um, you know, I need somebody who can tell me, and there's basically two things the body of Christ is looking for, why we want prophetic and prophets. There is the what, and then there's the when. Hmm. And there's the what, whether it's, what am I called to? What am I doing? What's next? What, you know, the what, the what is huge. And um, probably we'll say that's probably the number one um, drive and why people want access to the Holy Spirit to the Holy Spirit and the prophetic and all that kind of stuff. And I, I applaud that. It's right. And then there's the when. So when, when, and the, what the, 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 the part that we get the least is the when as prophetic voices that you're going to get as a prophetic voice. It's the thing that everybody who steps in the prophetic tries to do almost right up front because they know the value of it. In three months, this is going to happen. In six months, this is going to happen. By the spring, and it's amazing, I've now been studying this and watching this for decades. It's am- amazing how many of those are just flat wrong. Mm. And, and, um, and, it's, and there, there is, uh, I, I believe there's a divine reason. Again, the, the Lord is not, um, he doesn't consider it that much of a, a proper test of who we are. 
to know all the details and including exactly when it is. And you see the pattern of scripture, including his own interaction with people like Abraham. We've told him, he's like, hey, you're going to be the father of, you know, so many children is going to be like the stars in the sky, like the sand in the seashore, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And 25 years later, he doesn't even have one. And he got a personal prophetic word from God himself. But God himself didn't give him the date. If God himself is not giving the dates, and you find that throughout, that he never gives, he, I challenge somebody to show me when God gives a prophetic word, when he gets Moses, I'm going to take you, I'm going to lead you to the promised land, a land that flows with milk and honey. He doesn't give, I, on this date, you will be there mm-hmm. on this time, because that's the process. You know, that old uh, song from just a few years ago, I probably shouldn't even attempt to, uh, you might, you probably, it's probably a good idea with you, Jeff, you'll probably remember it was coming, I think it's out of Bethel. Um, he's in the waiting. Um, the song, he's in the waiting. All his promises are are true. And, and but there's something about, um, it's the God of promises, but it's. Take he's courage. In the, I think courage. that's what it's called. Take courage. But right, yeah. He's in the waiting. You're like, what, what do you mean he's in the waiting? Well, yeah. in that waiting, in the working out of it all yeah. is the process of that is what does something in us. It, it's what causes or allows our roots to go down to another water table, to go deeper, you know? Mm. Trees that have any, whose roots don't go to a deeper water table, when the wind comes, they fall over. That's literally what uh-huh. was diagnosed for palm trees in California when we were there years years ago. It was like, why did they fall over so easily? Well, because they were watered every day by someone else, they never had to go deeper mm. and find the next water table. So. If you don't have to go to the next water table, then when a wind of adversity comes, then it knocks you over. So we're getting unprecedented opportunities really to go to a a water table, not before access, even by most body of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really quick, I'll say that about prophetic words for myself and Johnny, I know you can attest to this as well. Two things I can say are constant in a prophetic word, when I choose to stand and go, yep, yeah, no, I'm going to part with my faith with that prophetic word, Lord, we're going to pray into this. Um, two things. Number one, it never happens the way I think it's going to happen. Number two, the process of those roots going deeper in that waiting and not wait faltering from trusting in the Lord and standing on God's promises that he's going to fulfill the words he speaks the the strength that comes from the process of that makes it all worth it exactly and it's about even that first communication i was reading out of uh out of corinthians uh first corinthians 2 it you know had that uh, i'll I'll just read that verse because it it makes you have to read it three times just to even understand paul says well i'll read verse six and seven uh this is first corinthians 2 however we speak wisdom among those who are mature Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Back to which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would have crucified the Lord. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. And there's some that are just 
tired of so much mystery being spoken. Like, come somebody just tell me point blank when who's who are the good guys for sure? Who's the bad guy? What has really happened so far? Yeah. What of the rumored things has happened? What has not happened? What you know, all these questions being answered that there is a reason. And that, that was the other thing. Uh, another line. Actually, this morning, the Lord uh, spoke to me. Lo, I am coming and I'm bringing my reward with me. And it was very clear. It's out of Revelation 22, 12, that this was not a coming, the second coming of the Lord. This was not, you know, he's returning to zap us away out of this. This is going into an age of the kingdom, an age of the Holy Spirit on display like never before. But I want us to think I am coming and I'm bringing my rewards with me, bringing my reward with me. Why? Why does he have to tell us he's coming? Um, because we wonder even first of all, he says, I'm coming to the battlefield. So this is the present battlefield we're in right now, um, which is massive. It's huge. It's like, I'm coming to the battlefield and he's coming to the, why does he have to tell us? Because the delays there, it's just throughout the scripture, even his parables. I mean, why, you know, he, he, he's, it's all, there's delay written Why men delayed, then this happened. And so there's this thing about having to tarry and wait and it goes longer. And then that's why he ends up, you know, even explaining occupied till I return. It's like, don't get caught up in speculation mm. of, of when it's all going to happen. Know the season, but then the rest of it is, I don't even tell the sun. I don't even tell the sun. If he didn't tell the sun key dates, then don't expect to get the key dates. It's not really <laughs> a lack of the prophets right now, yeah. not to get key dates. It's just if he's not, to, and I know that the the sun part is about the the return of Jesus in a much bigger way than we're talking about, a return where there is a public display of justice that we all know has to take place, so that there can be the correction course that needs to happen, so we can be truly be considered before and after this time period, mm -hmm. which I believe um, is is what's taking place. But why uh, why is he bringing rewards? Because we are in in this world, in this life. We are in um, we we live in sunder, we we live in contradiction. Now, let me explain what what I mean by that. We live in contradiction. Why are there going to be rewards when he comes? Because he knows that we are people who are called. If we understand his heart, his power, his presence, and the way we're supposed to, we understand like David that we are to contend for the goodness of God in the land of the living. Pursue the goodness of God in the land of the living. He wants us to have, I have come that you might have life, life in abundance. And so this is not about driving, you know, fancy cars and fancy watches it beyond, beyond that. But it's, it's not, you know, there's a religious spirit thing that gets people. No, we're just supposed to be starved and barely making it. It's all about yeah. poverty mentality, yeah. poverty mentality, suffering mentality. He's not saying that, but he does say at the same time in this world, you will have tribulation but be of good cheer. I've overcome. So we have this, this deal contend for good things, contend for healing, contend for breakthrough, uh, contend for promised land, contend, contend, and contend, but you're not always going to have it. And then you're still called to have a good spirit and a good attitude about it. Even as you, as you move forward. So we have people all around that have, you know, they've lost relatives. Uh, they've lost close family. They've lost jobs. They've lost things while they're, contending for good and there is something about the lord's like you know 
to the degree you have lived in contradiction of contending for greatness of God and have actually experienced tremendous loss, there are going to be great rewards and even greater rewards because you have pressed through the contradiction of your personal circumstances to contend for a God that's as good as he's declared in the scriptures, a God who's as good and powerful as expressed through the person of Jesus Christ mm. himself. So these are our realities we can both comfort ourselves with and challenge ourselves with that, you know, he didn't just put us here and, and uh, have us become robots that know how to read crystal balls that know how to, I mean, there's just going to be, uh, there's going to be mystery. There's going to be contradiction. There's going to be delay is just, just kind of throughout the scriptures um, everywhere, lack of specific timing and and in those things you press through because he because he offers himself the reason he's like yes i understand it's frustrating at one level but whenever you're getting being put off by time by circumstances or whatever else it gives you another opportunity to find the one secure thing that there that exists and that's yeah. he himself mm-hmm. the pursuit of he himself if our home can be in him in him we live and move and have our being and so this this is a security for us that he says, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't have to fear anything. I'll walk with you. Mm-hmm. The fact that he walks with us no matter what, while we're contending for, for good, and yet while we are getting attacked and contradicted in, in, in many ways, um, then this really, uh, it not only blesses him, but it accelerates our own maturity. We're put here on earth in order to grow in the knowledge of him in order to grow in the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You know, the the rewards in heaven don't come because we were able to check off a list, a to-do list. It's that, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant, faithful. You remained full of faith despite the challenges, the contradictions of life and all that. So um, back to... Uh, What's coming kind of next as a little, we'll say, wind of the Holy Spirit leading me this way is, you know, as we look back at um, we're not yet in 2023 and um, we're going to be uh, going away couple, uh, 10 days, a couple of weeks. And really, Elizabeth, and myself to just dig deeper into the Lord, just in case there's, you know, uh, well, I know there's more for him to reveal and share of himself. Uh, to us. And so we're, we're excited about that time. But, you know, I, I was just thinking and processing with the Lord how two realities. One is a lot of people are discouraged. They're tired. It's been intense. It's been arduous. And, and it's almost, the, you know, it's almost more painful the longer you have known about what's really going on, we'll say, and have been aware of the enemy and of what he's been attempting to do and and then to the degree you've suffered personally because of it, whether, you know, all kinds of COVID matters, vaccine matters, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of deep state operations, the more you know about it and, and then it's not dealt with. It's like um, it's it's painful. It's painful. It's like, wow, I, I don't know if I can keep doing this. And, and you can you can keep pressing through. But I want to there's part of it is just. 
acknowledging a good part of it and then acknowledging the part that why it's still very anywhere from you know discouraging irritating and and whatever um we've been hearing exposure 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 and boy has that been happening oh and yeah for for the last several years but yeah. but the exposure jeff is that you know it leads to frustration even because when you've known about the exposure for a long time um and and then there's no actual public accountability a public reveal of justice for mm-hmm. that it's just like yeah we have now back to back elections that were clearly fraudulent and stolen and the dominion system and all the we know the systems um we we know so much anybody who cares about truth right now um you know there there is so much information uh, yeah. just from what it's amazing what Elon Musk is is revealing right now. He just was a couple days ago said it is 100% certainty that the election was fraudulent and that the uh, government, FBI sources, other government uh, agencies were using or interacting and using uh, Twitter itself to talk about electoral interference. And and there's an international... A connection to all that as well. So we were definitely interfered with all kinds of things that are yeah. illegal, unconstitutional. And I think it's today that Dr. Simon Gold is, she's announced, I think at 7 p.m. tonight or tomorrow, uh, uh, something like a Twitter live, but Twitter's involved in it as well. She's having all these wow. doctors that along with her, you know, she spent time in jail. Yeah, she did. Uh, and so yeah. all these doctors of truth that have been trying to tell and warned the American people about the uh, 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 vaccines and about the COVID and the hoax behind it and the distortion around it and how they aggravated and released death. That's now going coming out on Twitter. Come on. Well, and that through the Twitter files getting released, I saw this over the weekend. To, for those who don't know, I'll just kind of give a quick rundown that it is undeniable now that Twitter, the White House went to Twitter and it seems like... The, Twitter was like this, this silencing police for anyone on the the, the left. So the, the FBI was even involved in this, but the White House. So the White House went to Twitter and, and, and requested they silence or told them to silence anyone who was against the White House's official stance on COVID-19 and the vaccine. That means silencing experts. We're talking epidemiologists and the top level experts, doctors with tons of accolades. Dr. Simone Gold was one of them. So, yeah, it's absolutely horrible. So with that, so here, let me give it from this perspective. If you look, if if we can, for those who are discouraged, like nothing's been going on and we keep hearing is around going on. Okay. If a year ago, if I had been told a year ago, that in 2022, Roe v. Wade would be overturned, Ghislaine Maxwell will be found guilty, and there will begin to be made, the names will have been released. The justice part phase hasn't come there, but exposure, the names will have been released of all those, these famous politicians and businessmen and stars from Epstein Island that were also involved, and that the Hunter Biden evidence would be public and is now being released again it's happening 
uh, it's been public if you knew about, we'll say these non-mainstream channels, but now Twitter has made it a mainstream event to tell more details. And so forcibly it's making some, in quote, what we have thought of historically as mainline outlets are having to report on it because of that. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. If I would have told you that the Georgia Guidestones that highlight the deep state agenda that lay out their plan of bringing the world population down to 500 million, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it is actually located as an altar to Baal in where it's located and how it's used. And that that would be taken out by still a mystery, some lightning or something that Twitter back to this would become a platform tr for truth and exposure. It's literally, you know, that's like Goliath changing his mind halfway. Hey, dudes, I changed my mind. I'm working with you all. I'll take on the Philistines uh, with yeah. you. It's, that, yeah. and, and if I told you, you know, and in it, he's telling, uh, uh, he's calling for Fauci in very pointed and even funny ways uh, for Fauci to be prosecuted for Nuremberg 2.0 trials. He's exposing the COVID hoax, the part of it. It's bioengineered weaponry that was brought against us. The vaccine hoax and what was used, how it was suppressed, lives were lost by the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, possibly millions at a global level. He's the proof of election manipulation interference he's laid out. You know, Elon Musk, a couple of, a few days ago said, and you, you know, typical communication style, right? He's smiling and he says, you know, two years, three years ago, uh, is there anything that was on Twitter? You know, it's considered conspiracy theory, all these things that Twitter is now telling on. Yeah. And and literally within, if you go back two years, the things I've been saying within the body of Christ, even within the prophetic community, and some wanted us even to apologize for saying the things we were saying because we were pointing out the fraudulent nature of the election. We were pointing out the fraudulent nature of the COVID-19, the fraudulent nature of of the vaccine. And it's now, you know, Elon says, not only was it all true, he says, can you find one thing that the conspiracy theorist said that was wrong? He just said, it says, and it's beyond, it's beyond that. I don't have the exact language, it's not a quote, if anybody's looking for a quote, but that's essentially what Elon Musk was. So I'm, I'm back to my point. Um, you know, the Cuomo brothers are out for, for different reasons. Sam Bankman, free, the, Freed or fried, however his last name is pronounced, he is arrested. And, uh, um, and if you understand, if you don't know that name, I'm not going to go into the, the storyline, but that's a massive deep state position and player being exposed. Um, we have the development over the last year of the alternative economic base, the BRICS, which is India, Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, Brazil, South Africa, and about 10 other nations have already made the verbal agreement to be a part of this. And it's, it's if you go, no, but that's against the dollar. The petrodollar is the whole uh, enabling system of the deep state, the central banks being in control. And so we don't know yet what, what ripple of trouble or worse of trouble we run through by that being that cart being overturned and a new one coming in. But if you had told me just those things, and I could take more time. If you had said those would be what gets revealed and what happens in 2022, I would have said there is no way 
that could happen without President Trump being visibly in a position of president. You would yeah. assume that many things could not take place under the whoever the Biden character is right there, but it did happen. And so just a quick reminder for those of you saying nothing is happening um, or, or thinking that and being discouraged, what we're discouraged about with reason is there's exposure after exposure after exposure. And yes, these things, all the things I'm telling you there, the Georgia Guidestones, I knew that two and a half, three years ago, the Hunter Biden evidence, I knew that two and a half, three years ago, uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell knew that two and a half, three, four years ago. So when you've known things longer, it's just like when, because yeah, she's guilty and Epstein, there's the whole story there and we have all kinds of proof. And so you have the girls who are victimized, they've come out. You have the person who's guilty of essentially doing being the pimping. And it's like, and you have the names of all those involved. The high, you're like, when does justice come to these people? Yeah. Yes, it's it needs to happen. There is there is no doubt that we, it must happen. The shock justice must happen at some point. The shock justice. We're getting mm-hmm. the uh, the slow rollout of exposure with some minor elements of justice. And so that's the part I will acknowledge the frustrating uh, sure. the frustration yeah. at they're not being the shock reveal that will then begin to release a cure into society because there's going to be this thing of fear of the Lord and in the, in an awakening that will take place when there is a shock reveal. That's why I've said from a year and a half ago, I don't know how long ago, Nuremberg 2.0 trials are coming. And I don't know if that will be the only way the shock will come, but the shock justice. And we need to see the 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 people and we need to see the uh, confirmation of their sentences and there's you know some shocking visuals of what is happening to them because of what they did and it's and it's going to release something into society that's greatly lacking and, mm. it, and it's not been satisfying enough even to hear these people being arrested or caught that there's over a thousand huge ceos uh, um, 3,000 just pretty big CEOs, but a huge, uh, um, so many corporations and companies, Disney's exposed. So a bunch of Christians yeah. won't even go to Disney right now. More mm-hmm. and more probably won't unless it gets taken over like Twitter yeah. was and, mm-hmm. and cleaned up. Again, that's part of, you know, the repurposing of things that have, that have been um, mainlinely used by the enemy is part of what's coming. So we're in the midst of a process. It's not quick. But it's not really uh, once you understand the thorough nature of what all has to be taken care of. It's not just can we get Biden out of that chair? Can we put uh, Trump? Yeah, it's more than that. It's what you're saying. way and, and the other stuff is happening. Yeah. And so the pain is for the awakening. Mm-hmm. So that is part of that's my, my repeat mantra on that. And the awakening is for our children. So we're all being stirred to another level of awakening, but part of it, what the Lord wanted me to address, and I'll just hit it again, is how we process the prophetic and prophets and our own personal personal growth. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know, I wanted to look at um, a couple of my my notes on this. So you know, the fivefold ministry scripturally is apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, and 
and put my hand. I can't ever figure out how to get my hand in the right place. So, <laughs> the fivefold ministry. And so, but it, remember their purposes. It is for the equipping of the saints. Mm-hmm. So there's two added. Uh, we'll say there's three uh, focuses. The equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. 100% of the saints are to be spiritual are to be on assignment. There's no such thing as secular Christianity. We have the professionals that preach. So it's for the equipping of the saints. That's what apostles, prophets, etc., are supposed to do, is to equip the body, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And that work of the ministry, those who have been saying that mantra for a while, yes, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, they've been, even they have been reducing it to just work of the ministry on the mountain of religion in church. And so, yeah, you need to be, you know, on the prayer teams on Wednesday night and you need to be on the healing teams on Friday. And and so that that was some level. The expanded view I repeatedly am giving is it's on the seven mountains of every sphere of society in media and economy and government, education, family, arts, entertainment. Monday through Friday, we need the saints equipped for action. And it doesn't say um, the fivefold are here to boss the saints. To exert authority. If you're still an authoritarian structure that's called church, that it's all about obedience to them and, and they're micromanaging whether you tithe and whether you attend and all kinds of other things, you are most likely more in a cult. I'm just going to tell you that that's part of what God is, is like saying enough with. And so that is not their assignment is not to boss you and your assignment is not to obey them because they that's a ditch they've chosen to extract a couple of scriptures that say, hey, listen to those in authority over you. But it's for purposes of the wisdom they're sharing. It's not this salute because we're in a hierarchy and you need to do everything by those spiritual mm-hmm. leaders that are over you. And so the fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, etc., are not here to boss the saints. The fivefold ministry are not to be crystal balls for the saints. So to the degree you're looking for prophets to be your crystal balls, stop it. That's never their assignment. That wasn't their assignment. It's not biblically their assignment. It's not even what happened, uh, what it was in the Old Testament, because it was generally a warning from God on if they did not stop certain behavior, they were they were going to go into full-fledged fledged slavery. And almost 90-something percent of the time, it was Baal worship. So it was just different, different dynamics. And so we equip the saints for so that the 100 percent has their hearing activated and, and trust their living relationship with God to show up in every area of society. Our assignment, all anyone who considers themselves a prophet or prophetic, but especially if you consider yourself a prophet, it's for the equipping of the saints so that they can step into their call, into their assignment into a confident relationship with their mm-hmm. hearing, knowing that we hear in part, we see in part, we prophesy in part. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be errors, but it's okay. It's okay. We learn even from the mistake. Mm-hmm. As we, as And so those who want to live a mistaken free life and therefore they're going to rely on the crystal ball prophets, it's never going to work out. It's never going to work out. And, and I know because there's a certain personality type that we found. The ones that never want to make a mistake are the ones that want to have 20 uh, you know, prophetic words backing up everything they and they think that's going to take away the need for faith and trust and confidence and moving with the right. Lord. That and it doesn't. It doesn't. Right. That's something I say on Elijah Fire a lot. I said there's never going to be a prophecy. You're never going to know enough that it's not going to require faith when you hear a prophetic word. Like you're, that is the currency. To that's it. 
it, it's going to have to require faith. Good. That's right. On. Oh, so, okay, man, my time. Listen to this. I know we're cruising. Wanna, let's go to um, um, Song of Solomon, chapter three. I got to do a couple of scriptures and then we'll close okay. uh, with that. And this is the main, main scripture. And I'm going to tell you what I'm going to point out to you from this scripture it goes along with the theme that we're, that we're going with. And, and maybe I'll preface it by saying before we read that, you know, our tendency is as humans, even in the body of Christ to say, God, and what we want from God, deliver me, change my circumstances, change the resistance, change the obstacles fine. It's not like he looks down at us and makes fun of us for doing that. Um, but what our need is, that's what our tendency is. But what our need is, is to be able to cry out to God, God, help me stand. God, help me not bend or break in a wrong way. Help me maintain my post. Uh, God, may I be found faithful. Again, that's the words everyone wants to hear when you're before him. Mm-hmm. Faithful. Well done, my good and faithful. You remained full of faith in the middle of tests and contradictions and, and, and all that. So that's more and more, even my own prayer is like, Lord, I just want to do, I want to represent you correctly. I want to represent what you're communicating correctly. And I want to properly stand myself and I want to uh, be strengthened in my stand in my, in my uh, being unmovable from the position and assignment uh, you give me. So, why am I going to Song of Solomon 3? Well, what's going on right now in the body of Christ, we're having this conversation with Elizabeth earlier, is how the Lord is coming to us in a different way right now. And how, even in his communication, I think this is why it's so difficult for so many, even those who've known the Lord for many years, is he's not where you were looking for him. He's not, he doesn't sound the same. He's more distant in some ways. I, my, I, I'm, I'm, I have like, He's on a different channel, the channel I always used to go to. He's he's not there. The way he used to show up, how I used to find him, it's it's almost, I'm like, this is, and if it wasn't for like all kinds of other ways he's speaking and all kinds of other favor, I was like, what's, what's going on? Mm-hmm. This now goes into some explanation mm-hmm. of that. So let me read that. Song of Solomon 3. By night on my bed, I sought the one I love. I sought him, but I did not find him. So what's, what's the next verse? I will rise now. There's a real connection right there. I saw him, but I did not find. Why is the Lord speaking Isaiah 60 over us over and over and over? Why is he speaking? You are the light of the world. That's part of my message I'm giving. I will rise now. You know, it's part of, we have a ministry called Rise Reformers, influencing society every day. And, and we have resource materials and even an app to communicate, uh, connect the body of Christ in that way. It's when we cannot find him, where we normally found him. This is a story the Shulamite made, and there's a way how she would always, the storyline is, you know, she, she's like, I know how to meet him. I know where to find the Lord. I'm going to go do, and again, practical application for you. I'm going to go to my closet. I'm going to go this. I'm going to do this walk. I'm going to take a shower at a certain time. I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. And you go to your normal track for finding him, and he's not there. And she's, I will rise now. So it's designed to provoke a rise. And so she goes about the city. And in the streets and in the squares, I will seek the one I love. I sought him, but I did not find him. The watchmen who go about the city found me. I said, have you seen the one I love? 
Scarcely had I passed by them when I found the one I love. I held them and would not let him go. And so it goes on and on other things that we won't make applicable to where uh, what we're talking about <clears throat> right now. But here's some revelation truth for us out of that verse. How does she eventually find him? Where does she go? Well, she leaves her place of normal intimacy. You can say it's the church worship service. Mm -hmm. You can say it's your closet experience. Yeah. And where does she go where she knows she has to find him? In the streets and in the squares, in the public place. I'll say in the seven mountains. That's what people are finding out. His presence, his clarity, his communication. When you're on assignment Monday through Friday in one of these other areas of society where I'll hear him the close, clearest is when I'm having some interaction with somebody. Uh, it doesn't mean they have to be in a significant place, but it just works out that place uh, that way. And so, but even there, she's like in the streets and in the squares, I will seek him, but she's just not sure. She is still out there. Who does she see? She sees a watchman who's in the city, who's in the squares and in the streets. And so the application for us, okay, the watchman, that's a higher vision, another perspective, but it's seeing the value of the city. That's part of my message. I'm, I'm giving out a watchman's perspective on cities and nations, a heart for the seven mountains, every area of society, God uh, uh, of all of life, not just a God that uh, resides in church meetings. And, and uh, you know, when we can have special conferences and special night meetings and things like that. And so watchmen are telling you he's there. You're going to find more of him. The ecclesia that, the, you know, that the Greek word for church, ek, means come out. It's come out of your houses. So the ecclesia, you want to find him right now. You can't find him the way you used to look for him. His presence isn't as warm and tingly, and it's not there. It's because you are needing to find him in a, in a different way. And so there is a, uh, a, a, a different um, uh, drawing from the Holy Spirit to you on how you're going to find communication from him. It's kind of like a new wineskin that's being formed. So there's new wine coming, but it only comes in a new wineskin. And so you have to embrace the new way he wants. You have to begin not just complaining and bellyaching with him. Where are you? You're not here. I used to find you here all the time. It's like, you better do what she did. You better rise now. And so it's time to rise and shine. And you leave that familiar place and you begin so to seek him in yeah. these other places. And then watchmen are beginning to tell you, you know, as you find your position, as you find, uh, and it doesn't have to happen in one week. And, and you're like, well, I prayed for a week and I didn't know where I was supposed to be. It's, 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 it's part of the, a new development that's taking place. It's part of the pain of the moment is creating an, uh, an opportunity for this dynamic to uh, be upon us another way. So last scripture, and you don't even have to um, uh, go there. Let's see if I have it right in front of me. It, it's just so tiny it's not like what we just read here but it's out of mark 16 12 and <clears throat> mark 16 12 it's jesus after after he had um died on the cross and he had resurrected and it's in luke you can read about it it's on the road to emmaus and he appears to two he has this conversation for a long time with them and they didn't even know they were talking with him and it gives a description here mark 6 mark 16 12 he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went to the country. Mm -hmm. and, and so he appeared in another form. He's doing a lot of appearing in another form. Yeah, and this good. is just important for us right now. Mm -hmm. If you're not finding him, you're not finding 
you're like, man, I've been a believer, spirit filled, whether it's you're one of those 40, 50 years of relationship. He's not where and how I used to find him. Feel like I'm a stranger. Well, it's think of it. He's appearing in another form because there was another assignment for the disciples now. And, and all the disciples now had an assignment. Go and disciple nations. He had just paid the price. He had finished doing something. So there is a reason he's appearing to them in another form. But this is a word of encouragement for those of you who feel like I can't find him where I used to. He seems like a stranger in different ways. I feel like the Holy Spirit told me then and he's telling me now there's a lot of you that feel that that's been your reality the last little bit and that he's there. He's there in another form mm. and he's in another place where he's standing. And it's uh, and this and the pain of the moment is allowing for us to have an opportunity to discover him as never before. Mm. And I think with that, I'm, you know, uh, Jeff. Uh, you, if you have a, a comment or a question, I'm fine, but I'm, I'm going to looking at the time and everything I'm going to. Uh, yeah. Kind of- well, I just think this is a great, a great end of the year episode. You know, it's the last episode of Johnny and unfiltered before the new year. And I, I just given what I've been hearing, some of the, the words you've released and stuff, you know, like other prophetic voices, this is a very important yeah. message. Um, because it's validating to the believer. I think that the big takeaway from this is if God does feel different, I just, I keep hearing God saying like, you're not doing anything wrong. I think that sometimes right. we look at that and we go, something's wrong with me. I'm a freak. God has turned his face away from me. Right. But it's amazing that God in his grace and in his mercy is he doesn't want you to fall into this rut of then switching over to just relying on, Oh, I know I can do this and bada bing, bada boom. There's a prophetic yeah. word. Bye. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. done. Like it, it, there's a strengthening and it's him guiding us along. Um, and to me, that's more, if we can shift our focus to that, it's an exciting thing. It's a dynamic relationship with God. It's not this stagnant thing where it's all on us. It's, yeah. it's obviously, yes, we have to go out from our place out into the, out into the streets, out into the mountains. I really believe, Johnny, that 2023 is a year where we're really going to see some some big doors open for some people into yeah. those avenues. So this is very well, exciting. No, 100 percent. You know, that's because um, it comes to me just quickly. You know, the word I've shared multiple times from a few years ago where I saw the hand of the Lord and it's the seven mountains, you know, the primary spheres of society we're talking about. And his, his hand was wiping the top out. And I said, I see what you're doing. And I, what does that mean? He says, I'm removing the mafia. Hmm. And he says, it's blocked you like the children yeah. of Israel were blocked from their promised land. You have been blocked from being the light of the world. And and um, he says, I could have done this long ago, but you had no vision for it. You had no oh, doctrine man. for it. Yeah. You had doctrines that say, no, sit back, wait, you know, stay in the bedroom, wait for him to come here. And 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 so you haven't had that, he says, but I see you're just a Gideon at the time. He told me you're just a Gideon's 300. There's not many of you, but it's enough. Mm-hmm. It's enough for me to move. So to connect with what you just said, if he's removing, we find the mafia is not just five, 10, 100 people. It's like it's embedded everywhere. That's part of the discovery that is shocking yeah. is how deeply embedded the enemy has been. It's like termites in a house everywhere. Yeah. And so. um it's only, only if you think of, you know, even if you get a great exterminator to get rid of all the termites, um, application for us is different. We have to be we have to be positioned 
um, so that this doesn't happen again. Light has to remain yeah. in place so darkness can't overtake. Yeah. The salt has to be there as a preserving healing agent. And anywhere it's not, it's going to rot. It's going to decompose. Yeah. So that's message for the body of Christ. And those who hear that from the watchman, as the watchman tell us, you don't want to know why you can't find them. He's he's here. He's here in another in a, or just as the as we read in Mark, he was in another form. He's in another form. You don't even have to try to fast forward going to the well, how do I go to the streets? It's, that's not it's it's to initiate next level conversation. And there's a lot of leaning on the Holy Spirit. And I found my conversation a lot more with the Holy Spirit. He's the spirit of truth. He's the counselor. He's the Holy Spirit. How do we how do we connect with the Godhead at a whole nother level right now? And, and the Holy Spirit is our counselor, is our spirit of truth, giving us those next steps, how to find him. Because that's how we're sustained. We're really, you know, a true believer. You almost don't care what your test is if you'll keep his presence close to you. If you'll keep, uh, you know, if you can find him, if you can find him readily, you're like, you know, the, the testing doesn't seem so bad. It's like, well, he's, I just feel him so strongly around me. It doesn't matter. It gets harder when you don't feel him. So when you don't find him where he was, you get a little unnerved. But that's the new uh, the new opportunity for us to rediscover him in another place, perhaps in another form. And everyone, even myself, we're finding that we're having to find him in other forms, in other places, in other ways than the way um, we used to. And so just yeah. encouraged by that. Yeah. So, Johnny, I would love for you to just pray, pray people out as we enter into 2023. Lord, we do just thank you for who you are. We thank you for your presence. <clears throat> Lord, we will one day in the future be full of thanks for have had the privilege of living in such a time as we are. It doesn't seem so for many of us at many times as we're going through this test, but it's such a privilege. We're all handpicked to live in such a time as this. Lord, I just ask that you would release within every listener, even right now, something from the core of who they are, their spirit man, Lord, just in their spirit man, that there would be a release of strength, of courage, of faith, of hope, of trust, just the coals of fire, anything that's um, that's been diminished through the arduous delay, the arduous uh, exposure of darkness and, and personal loss that so many have experienced, personal disappointment so many have experienced and are having a hard time shaking, Lord, from deep inside of them, the kingdom of God. I hear him saying the kingdom of God is within you. It's already within you. So, Lord, let that kingdom be released from within every single one that's listening right now. Let the kingdom of God be released. The rule and reign of God that's within each and every one of us. Let that be released at this time and let that begin to bring new hope, new excitement, new presence, new grace, new glory. Thank you, Lord, for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Johnny and Low, this was great. Great, great, great message. So um, obviously you've got restore7.org. Is there any other things you want to plug? You did mention Rise. You have that workbook, right? We have a workbook, a book um, that goes in depth. It's really the Rise book, Reformers, Inf I don't have it in front of me, Reformers Influencing Society Every Day. And it's a handbook for reformers. And we go in depth, but very, very condensed per mountain. 
where you where we we tell you who the principality is, what his lie, his essential lies advancing, what your assignment, what the archangel that helps you, what God is uh, what God is doing. You know, so it's not just a, it, it's it, it brings it down from the 30,000 foot of, hey, let's reform cities and nations. It gives you understanding how to advance. It's also there's a video course on it. It's exactly the same as as the book. And so that's available from our website. There's somewhere as well, the rise course. And that's good, you know, to go into as a group or whatever. It just happened to come out seven hours and seven minutes. So if you wonder, you want to understand how much material is it? It's seven hours, seven minutes. And if you read at the same pace that we talked to you in the course, it would take you seven hours and seven minutes to read it, but it's just full of relevant truth for the moment. And it will give you ideas as well as where you'll find him. Um, one of the places where you'll find him in a new form, in a new way, and where you encounter more grace. For me, that that vision, uh, that understanding allowed me to begin to encounter him at levels of presence and favor that I had never seen before in, in my life. So yeah. there's some aspect of that I know is for you as well. Yeah. So check it out, everybody. Go to restore7.org. And you get get all the information. So Johnny Enlo, thank you so much, man. This is great. Yeah, thank you. You did great. I think, you know, if I had less of it, have out of I want to start asking you questions. We'll do that another time. Yeah, yeah. There, there's other opportunities. More, I wanted to get out of the way. I wanted to make sure we got everything. So I think we yeah. did. All right. Thank yeah. you, Jeff. Blessings. Yeah, every, yeah, everybody be blessed. That's our show. Tune in tomorrow. We've got Wednesdays with Cat and Steve, another episode. It's going to be great. So that's going to be tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Also, there's a donation link at the end, ElijahStreams.com slash donate. There's also a mailing address there. And if you miss it, you can just pause it and then you can write it down or whatever. Um, and obviously that money goes towards keeping this afloat, keeping it five days a week. Sometimes we do the extra bonus episodes in the afternoon, uh, but it also goes towards the water well efforts. So we just want to thank you all for your generosity. Uh, God bless you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Pacific time with Kat Kerr. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.